We are privileged to be joined by former NFL quarterback Alex Smith. Alex, thank you for taking time out of what has to be a busy week for you to talk to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, you can find Alex Smith later this week. Fans can find Alex on postseason NFL countdown on Sunday live from Allegiant Stadium from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. I will certainly certainly be tuning into that. But before we do, I want to get right into things and ask you straight out because you've played for both of these team teams. Uh, who's going to win and why? <laughs> you just jumped straight to it, huh? <laughs> Yep, you know, still, uh, still going back and forth. Like I, I, I love both these teams. You know, listen, these were my teams. I picked the Super Bowl preseason. You know, I love, I love both these teams and wanted them to get here. And lucky enough that they are, um, and they're both so deserving of it and have such great strengths on both sides. But uh, you know, when you get to this point, it's about matchups and styles. And, uh, you know, I'm still going back and forth, but, but both these teams have the ability to win. You know, they're obviously that good. And crazy thing is that this game's going to come down. I mean, certainly in hindsight, when it's over, we're, we're going to say, hey, it was these four or five plays that changed the game. We just don't know when they're going to come and who's going to make them. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's the hard part. So, yeah, for me going back and forth, um, I, obviously by Sunday, I'm going to have to make a decision <laughs> um, and, and get off the fence. But, but yeah, still, still kind of wavering and, and, you know, kind of diving into it. Well, let's talk about one of those key players. A lot has been made about Brock Purdy, maybe, possibly, perhaps, being a game manager. You are a former 49ers quarterback that got the game manager label. What's your take on the label and whether it applies to Brock? Yeah, I mean, listen, you said it. I'm, I'm jokingly like uh, called myself, yeah, the president of the uh, game managers club. And listen, part of the, you know, when you are that, you get to decide who's in and out. And let me tell you, uh, Brock Purdy does not meet the qualifications uh, of getting into game manager club. This guy uh, just plays with far too much courage, uh, too far too risk, too much risk to get in the club. Listen, when you're a game manager and you go out there and, and you protect the ball and, and babysit, like that's one thing. That's just not what Brock does. This guy just set the 49er franchise record for passing. Uh, just set the 49er franchise record for passer rating. He just set the NFL all-time record for yards per attempt. I mean, listen, he led the NFL in passing the ball downfield in completion percentage and touchdowns. He led the NFL in touchdowns outside the pocket. Like, this guy just uh, does it all. And I, and I think when you watch the film, he stands in the pocket and looks down pressure as good as anybody. And it's just so rare for a young quarterback to have that kind of uh, ability uh, in the pocket, especially given his stature, right? Like, to, again, to be, these, these defenders, these linemen bearing down on him, his ability to stand in there and take hits and throw the football is just really, really special, and you can't coach that. And, uh, again, I think for anybody calling him a game manager, they just haven't watched the film because when you do, it, it's very obvious this guy can play and play at a high level. And it, Yes, it's a great situation, but he's also a great quarterback. And there's no quarterback – that we talk about that gets to this point that isn't in a great situation. And, and I think just because he was the last pick in the draft, he doesn't have the measurables that jump off the screen. You know, he's not 6'5", 240. He doesn't run a 4'3". He doesn't have a bazooka for an arm. But, like, this guy can still play at an elite level and is doing that, and he deserves that recognition. And, and, and I think he's also got it between the ears. This guy's really smart and confident and ready for the moment. He's got a great head on his shoulders for a young kid and, and I think he's 
you know, wise beyond his years. I think he's going to be poised for this this moment. Um, and I expect him to go out there and play well Sunday. So you heard it here. The president of the game manager club has slammed the door to Brock and said, you're not allowed in. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> On another aspect of Brock Purdy, you've dealt with the pressure of being the quarterback of the 49ers. You know, they had Montana. They had Young. The expectation of the franchise is you win the Super Bowl or it's not good enough. What is it like dealing with that expectation? And do you have any advice for Brock in terms of dealing with that? Yeah, it's hard. Listen, I struggled with it for a lot of years as a young quarterback and a top pick. And listen, the, the bar is set so high here for what quarterback play looks like. And that's a great thing. But you, you listen, you're playing in the shadow of giants, you know, Joe Montana and Steve Young and John Brody and Wyatt Tittle and just so many of them. And again, you got to have something special about you between your ears. Uh, to play quarterback in general, but especially here. And Brock just has it. He has it. He has such a great, quiet confidence. He has such a great perspective on the opportunity. You know, grateful for it, but, you know, football certainly isn't all who Brock is. And I think you also have to have that, right? Like, there's more to life. And, again, you have, you have to play with that kind of freedom. Um, you know, if it, 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 again, if you hold on too tight, you want it too bad, like, it can almost have a, an adverse effect on you. And it certainly did me as a young player. And, again, I just think Brock's just got the right mindset and makeup uh, to play quarterback. Uh, for this organization, and I and I think the fans have, have seen that and embraced it in him. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a great marriage. And, again, I think he fits perfect for Kyle and everything they have going on here on offense. And so um, I think we've seen that. Listen, like Kyle forever had this, this – this, every time they were losing in the fourth quarter, you saw the stat come up, right? Like mm -hmm. he was 0 for 30 when losing in the fourth quarter. And Brock's been the guy that really I think to, to take him over the edge. We've seen it these last two playoff games in the divisional round and at NFC championship game that he can lead a comeback and be the difference maker that when the system isn't working, that he can go make plays with his legs and, and will this team to a win. And um, so I, again, I, I, I love it. I think he's, he's a perfect fit for here uh, for this team, this coaching staff. And again, this organization. Now for a very brief time in your career, you were the backup quarterback and that happened to come when your team made the Super Bowl. both of these quarterbacks, that are the backups, they have starting experience like you had. I'm curious, how do you prepare for the Super Bowl knowing that you won't play at all if everything goes by design, yet you might have to go in and save the day and try to win the championship? Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you, you it lives with you when you're the backup quarterback uh, that you just you, you can't relax, right? Like, you just never know when it's going to come. And, and so often you, I would tell myself, like, going to come when you least expect it you know like the, the, the moment you relax and think you, you don't have to prepare as hard uh to be the starter like that's when it's going to happen and so you're constantly uh having to grind the details like knowing like listen it, it could be this week right like it, it could be on in the super bowl in the biggest moments when you finally get your opportunity and for like yeah sam donald to sit here all year and prepare as the backup like it, you know you just never know and so it's tough you don't get the rep in practice, you're running the scout team. You, you really got to do a lot of your preparation on the side and in the film room and, you know, on the side of the practice field, getting ready. And it's a tough position to be in. But again, that's the job, right? Like that's what these guys signed up for and, and, and uh, have to be ready for if it happens. So also, you know, obviously being a good teammate and helping the starters prepare. And that's kind of part of the deal as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's the nature of the position. 
not not easy, but obviously I think you know, listen, you're at the Super Bowl. It, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, you know, one last time on the biggest moment, uh, can you put together a good week, a good week of preparation and focus? You know, given all the external distractions, uh, can you lock in one more time? Because if you can, you know, listen, you, you're you're immortalized, right? Like on this mm-hmm. stage, that's what happens. You know, the teams that can go out there and perform, the players that can, uh, you, you live forever. Right. So Jim Harbaugh is back in the NFL, as I'm sure you know. 49er fans are obviously familiar with him. You played for him. As a quarterback to play for him, what should Justin Herbert have to expect? Yeah, I mean, I think he should be really excited. I think this entire Charger fan base should be really excited. Listen, I'm a kid who grew up in, in San Diego. I watched, I watched Jim Harbaugh play for the Charges uh, as a kid, and then obviously got to be coached by him with the Niners. So I think it's a great marriage. Uh, I think Justin Herbert's one of the, the best talents in the NFL. I think he's an amazing competitor, and I think his style of play really fits what Jim's about. The, the, the core, Jim loves competitors as well. you got to love football. you got to love competing. Um, and, and I think they're going to hit it off. Uh, listen, I think he's going to put together one of the best staffs in football. He, uh, again, his, his gratitude for playing, for the opportunity to go out there and play, I think is infectious. Um, and this team, the Chargers team that's always had a lot of potential and hasn't really achieved it. I think, uh, I think he can be the difference maker. So excited for the NFL. I'm excited for him. Uh, again, it's, it's, uh, that AFC West has great rivalry and, and I'm sure Jim's only going to add to it you know, with his personality and, and, and flair for that. Uh, so I, I think it's a, I think it's a great hire uh, by them. And, I, again, I think it's good for the NFL and good for football. What do you think about uh, Greg Roman going there? Do you think he can adapt and have the passing yeah. game to fit for Justin Herbert? I think, listen, I think Greg's one of the best offensive minds I've ever been around. This guy knows football. He was spent a long time on the defensive side of the football and then obviously transitioned to, to the offense. And I think that just gives him such a great perspective. I learned so much in my two years with him, um, the detail that he coaches with. And listen, he's always, he's had success everywhere he's been, even when he left the Niners and was in Buffalo and was in Baltimore. Like he's had a ton of success. And I think he's the same guy who's continued to evolve and learn and get better. And he's ready. I know he took a year off. I talked to him this offseason. I know he's, he's ready for this opportunity. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great marriage. Again, Justin, Justin Herbert, there's no real limit to what he can do. Um, you know, and, and, and I think you're going to see, you know, Greg Roman loves a little QB run here and there. And certainly I got to do it when I played for him in big situations. And I think we'll see that as well with, with Justin Herbert, who's a great athlete in his own right. Now, before we go, I just wanted to ask a, a pretty simple question, bringing it back to the 49ers. What are you most proud of, of your time with the 49ers? Uh, I mean, listen, when I, when I got drafted number one overall, I mean, like the team was two and 14, you know, and, and not very good. And a lot of, a lot of turmoil. I had, you know, obviously seven coordinators in my first seven years and, uh, you know, certainly some dysfunction and, and I added to it, you know, you know, certainly with things I needed to learn and grow from early on in my career, but I think proud of where I left it, you know, we, you know, obviously went, Went to overtime in the NFC Championship game, and then and then to the Super Bowl that next year, and was obviously part of both of those in in different ways. And I, I think part of proud of the culture change that took part uh, during my time here. You know, it took longer than I had hoped, uh, but it got done nonetheless. Um, and I know again, certainly I I grew from it and have been better from it uh, through the rest of my career in life. And so yeah, and I, I live back in the Bay Area now, and I'm a huge Niner fan. And, 
love this organization and the standards that they set. Um, and, and it's been awesome to see this team, you know, this, this last run with Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch at the helm and Jed, like the, you know, how stable this organization is now. Um, again, how, what, what, what a high level they're, they're doing everything at. So to see them get back here to the Super Bowl is, is awesome. And obviously, uh, you know, pulling for them. So I have so many friends, close friends in that organization that I've known, you know, for 20 years now. Again, fans can find Alex on postseason NFL countdown on Sunday live from Allegiant Stadium from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. Alex, I appreciate the time, the answers, the honesty, and it's just a pleasure to kind of catch up. Yeah, thanks for having me, man.